Consistent self-improvement, everybody. You are now listening to American Gypsy Podcast. I am your host, Classic, and I'm here with my co-host. Gypsy, and today we have Emmanuel Enemy. He is a character coach and a preacher. Welcome to the show, Emmanuel. Hey, thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me. It's a pleasure having you. So to get started for our um, listeners and also for myself, I'd like to ask, where are you from? Tell us a little bit about where you're from and what it was like growing up in the city where you're from. So I am from Baton Rouge, uh, Louisiana. All right. I'm from Mississippi. Okay. Okay. Uh, wait, I'm going to pull you guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess I'll, I'll say this. I've come to the mindset that I'm not important. And, but what is important is what I've come to help people with. Okay. And so in regards to being a character coach, um, so there's one mindset that people uh, should, should have in this life uh, in order to get the most out of this life. And that mindset is, as we kind of talked about earlier, is I'm going to have joy during the difficult, during the difficult times in my life. So joy in the good times and joy in the, in the difficult times. And so it's important for people to have that mindset. And that's the most um, effective and efficient way to, to go through uh, this life. And so, like, for example, it, it rained uh, in, in you guys' uh, former studio. Yeah. And for some people, they might become overwhelmed by that and they might throw up their hands and say, I give up. But you guys moved forward and said, okay, that was an obstacle. Um, or maybe a setback or as a person with that joyful mindset is like, that's an opportunity. And, and so it's like uh, people should have that mindset also like, Hey, you know what, in these difficulties, I'm also going to have, um, there's going to be opportunity and lessons to be learned that can help me continue to to maintain and defend my joy because so i'll speak in a parable here uh, this this life is a game and built into this game is difficulty and tragedy mm-hmm. and and so once a person knows that then Wisdom says, well, let me prepare myself to go through the difficulties and tragedies. And so in preparation for that, you got to set a goal. And so having all of just that mindset, I'm going to go through this difficulty with joy, then this, this 
makes achieving that goal um, much more possible um, because it's like at that point then you then you know okay things are excuse me it becomes easier to learn what things will um, cause you to lose your joy and what things that will cause your joy to gain momentum yeah and and it is it is absolutely possible for uh, for for people to uh, to have that uh, that mindset of like hey you know what obstacle came all right we're going to we're going to uh, do trial and error and we're going to find a way around this obstacle and so there are two women Amy Carmichael and Gladys Elward uh, both of them have have passed away uh, but when you go back and and you look at their life you examine their life and even though they passed they're like still motivating uh, to to hear about and like for example um Gladys Elward is as i recall she's like maybe like 5 feet tall or something like that okay at one point she left the uk and went to china to to tell people uh, about uh, the good news and so <laughs> well the journey there was so it was a, it was a long train ride and she almost got kidnapped but she escaped and she eventually found her way into china into the area where she would be uh, serving mm. and 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 one piece of her story so i forgot which war it was but nonetheless the japanese were invading and she took like a group of i think it was like somewhere between 50 and 100 kids and they walked for days and uh, in in the mountains uh, trying to get to another town to get to a place of safety and she's the only adult phone no no way to get in contact with anybody if they would have got caught in uh, I get, I'll call it a jungle or forest if they would have got caught that was it or yeah. if or if they would have got lost that was it but that she had that courage and that push that drive and and that i can still feel her joy and 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 hope and tenacity today like whenever i whenever i hear about her story and so uh, this is this is part of my work is to is to help people get to that point and so uh, in doing this uh, i also have to lead the way and so uh, so i have to do things like as we were talking about uh, uh when i was in germany uh, trial and error trying to figure out okay how can i how can i approach people on the street how can i talk to people on the street in order to improve my ability uh to to have conversations with a wide variety of people and so i talk to to young people to old people uh wealthy to 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 poor and in this process 
it's like trial and error and then having to get over those um those head games yeah yeah having to get over those head games and so it's like hey you know what as i'm playing this game called life uh, i also know that there's an opponent as well who wants to cause us problems in this life and so it in order to defend your joy you also need to be familiar with uh well with the truth and the lies that our opponent uh tries to fill our head with so that he can throw us off our game like almost what's right. the best way to say smack talking <laughs> yeah <clears throat> yeah so i guess that's that's my introduction um for myself yeah so as a preacher and a character coach it's going out and and, and telling and 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 witnessing to people and some of that involves me <laughs> this is maybe one of um <laughs> my more entertaining uh, character exercises that i'm going to offer in the future singing in public and so about every other sunday i'm in the square here in zagreb croatia and i'm singing at a at a, at a relatively high volume mm. maybe you could hear me about how is croatia by the way it's a it's a nice place the people are um in my experience the people have been very warm uh and very very uh friendly so <laughs> i was in uh dubrovnik over the uh, -huh. uh over the summer have, it's have, one of have those you... places i have on my list uh i don't never know how to say it Dubrovnik or, or Zagreb and Split, I believe. Those three places okay. I have on my list of places to visit. Wait, how did you find out about uh, I have about a, these places? a long list of places. I'm a traveler and I used to like, I guess, look at the map, do a lot of research and it was one of the places, I don't know, somehow I came across, but not too many people know about Croatia. But when I looked it's at pictures of it and things like that. I'm like, wow, that's pretty beautiful. And I've, you know, traveled at several countries in Europe, but I'm, I haven't made it to Croatia yet. Okay. And what was your favorite place that you traveled to uh, here in Europe? Mm -hmm. Okay. Top three. Okay. Um, I'll say Milos, Greece. Okay. Um, hmm. I had to pick a place in what, Italy, what did but you, I like what did, Italy in what general. What did you like? Uh, what did you like about uh, Milos, Greece, and Italy? Um, so many. Okay, I'm a beach person, and I'm outdoors. I like snorkeling, and they had like over a hundred beaches, and each one looked completely different from the other. I, I, I really, uh, one was you, completely. You shaking your head like you like you. I was a Milos. Did you go well. with? Yeah, okay okay we're our honeymoon. Our honeymoon yeah yeah ah okay okay yeah. and so 
is that why you picked it because because of the no that the, place the beaches i recommend it to everyone um i've never really nobody promoted milos island everybody talks about like other parts of greece but that was one of my favorite um places it was just it was beautiful Fair and the baby. people are very nice um, food was delicious yeah Okay. And we ATV'd hey. around the whole, yeah. well, at least a lot of the island. So it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Okay. And so how long did you guys get to stay out there for? It was it a was couple like of days, maybe. Five, four or five days. It wasn't too long. Yeah. And did you guys uh, get to take some boat tours around or you just stayed? Yeah, just we did. We actually have a like video a on our YouTube yeah, um, that is from a song that I released, but we took some clips of our whole trip, even the wedding. And but we did the sailing around um, Milos Island video. Yeah. Basically, it was like a twelve or sixteen hour, like a boat ride all around, and they stopped at several places. And yeah, it was really amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, I'm uh, seeing his smile over there. Because yeah. like, I'm always like, I'm I'm ready to go back. Yeah, seriously. It's like, man, because it was she did more swimming than I did there, almost kind yeah. of. And now where we are in life, this was maybe uh, five years ago because we have our um, anniversary coming up this year, our fifth fifth year anniversary coming up this year, and what, it was. What are you was, gonna get her? Where we're actually um, running it back <laughs> in Atlanta, so that's you know it's a a, a celebration it's called a celebration of love, oh. and it's she's okay, okay. Um, Eritrean, yeah. And we had the wedding in Greece for I guess for uh -huh. our listeners as well as for everybody. Um, we had the wedding in Greece, but it wasn't of uh, the Habesha tradition. So we're still going to for the fifth anniversary. We're deciding to do you know for the Habesha tradition. So. Wait, what is that? You say Habesha. Um, uh, Eritrean tradition or Habesha is a word that kind of refers to either Ethiopian or Eritrean person. Ah, I see. Um, okay, okay. Yeah. And is there something that, because he's smiling over here, like he's like, I can't wait to the Habesha tradition. <laughs> well, I'm still smiling from Milos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, okay, that's but yeah, I you guess. know, it's multiple day celebration, kind of like how other cultures do it. Yeah. Ah, okay. I see, I see. All right, fair enough. And you said you also went to Italy as well. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been there. She went Yeah, to that Italy. was my like I did a backpacking trip um out of high school and I visited several countries. I did like through a train rides mostly. Um but yeah, Italy was one of my favorite places i've been to rome milano um venice florence like um and then in the south bari i believe and yeah anyways the food there is amazing and the architecture and culture and all of that too so so what what gave you that courage to say hey you know what i'm gonna go ahead and do a back uh packing trip uh i love traveling and when i read in on the internet i see a lot of people doing backpacking trips and things like that and people did ask like aren't you scared you don't speak the language and you know like 
you don't know anybody there. I mean, I have family throughout Europe, but not everywhere I went. Um, so I hopped around, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I was just adventurous and okay. courageous. Just, I, guess. <laughs> uh, okay, um, I like okay. facing my fears. So yeah, I just, I didn't really have any fears around it, to be honest. It's just, I noticed there's millions of people that do backpacking trips and, and so like, felt, I can like, do yeah, it. Yeah, I wanted, okay. you know, people to come with me, but, you know, it wasn't, um, it didn't work out. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just a lot of nice places out, uh, out here in Europe. Um, like Venice for example it's just like when when i saw it i'm like man this place is like it's it's, it's not real like people actually <laughs> people actually set this set this up they did the work um learned and understood how to i guess build the city on uh, on the water and yeah, yeah. So it, it it is a a cute place <laughs> so so maybe uh sixth anniversary you mean oh, like a trip to Europe. venice no i'm talking about for you guys because <laughs> oh. you because <laughs> you said number five is in atlanta right well yeah. yeah that we're having a ceremony in atlanta we're actually still probably scheduled to, or will Some schedule kind of to go to brazil somewhere. yeah <laughs> Either Brazil okay. or somewhere else. Yeah, my my exchange brother is expecting me in Brazil. Uh oh, excuse me. Is ex Wait. Ex expecting me in Brazil? So, yeah. You said exchange brother. What is what is that? I had an exchange student when I was um, in middle school, and he lived with us for um, a, a. I think I was it a whole year. It may have been a half a year. Not not too sure. It may have been a whole year, but he came. And live with us so basically he's my brazilian brother and ah, i see you know i went and um stayed with his family for a year even though he was in college and you know he wasn't there when i was staying with this family but i went to, no i stayed for a month what i say a year i stayed for uh -huh. a month yeah. sorry okay. i went and stayed for a month mm -hmm. my brother even stayed for a month and i had another brother i think went and stayed for a month as well but that's my exchange brother or my you know my brazilian brother Okay, so that's that's pretty impressive that you guys kept up your your communication, yeah, uh, with, uh, with with each other. That's a oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's that that's that's a good thing that um, that faithfulness and loyalty, um, and that's one of those things that, uh, in regards to character, um, that that people can can work on and and improve and it 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 draws people to you it attracts people to you like as i was speaking about um gladys elward like if she was taking these kids to the mountains she could have abandoned them at any time yeah and so it was like stay faithful stay loyal and like hey i'm going to help these kids out they're not my kids, um, but but I'm gonna stay focused on this task and and loyal to uh, to to help them out. So so yeah, that is that's 
that's that's a good thing. I mean, because all the way in Brazil and you stayed in contact. Did you did you guys like write letters or uh, we've had know? conversations on uh, uh, um, live as far as a face a FaceTime. We FaceTime recently. Yeah, and I've even met ago. him. Um, yeah, she's he's come to the house when we lived in Atlanta yeah. before. Yeah. Okay. When he visited the U.S. So. Yeah, we're so, definitely yeah. It's it's he's family. He's my brother. I have four okay. other. I have four, uh no three other brothers. I have four other siblings and three other brothers. But he's definitely the sixth brother to our family. Yeah. Okay. And and we kind of have a seventh as well, but we haven't heard from Chago as well. We actually had two exchange students, but we've what? managed to keep up with Chago. <laughs> She's with, like, with, what? I didn't yeah. know about that. Yeah. Actually, we had his. We had Chiago as well. Chiago was very cool as well. He was great, you know. And I don't know. We just haven't kept up the same connection as the first exchange student. But you know, we didn't get an an opportunity to go visit Chiago as well. You know, so it wasn't. I guess that same. I see. You know, connection wasn't all the way built. But yeah, Chico is. You know, he's definitely. Yeah, that's my big brother. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so it is what you said, Chaco, he's he's from Brazil also or mm-hmm. they both were from Brazil. Yeah. It's like what made you pick Brazil? That's yeah, that's um now I don't know. I don't know. So I think random. for the international exchange program, I think that might have just been what um what was more attractive then. I'm not t- quite sure. Or who just, you know, who they might have accepted us as well might have just you know matched up i know for a without a doubt with them coming to west jackson mississippi was a whole total experience for them <laughs> was a complete experience for them uh-huh, uh-huh. so and it, you know it was a because you know it was a complete experience for us because even the school that um chico his name is chico francisco but chico even Chago, the school that they went to was 100% black, basically, or just mostly black. So they were, okay, you know, not only white, but they were foreign, you know, so okay, I know that without a doubt, it was a complete experience for them. Uh huh. And even like for myself, I was 15 when I went to Brazil. So yeah, it was a, it was a whole complete experience from for me as well. So, so how did you feel when you were in Brazil? Did you feel like um, you felt pretty comfortable uh, I was out very, there? I was very comfortable. I was too comfortable in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, be, okay. to be honest with you, at the age of 15, and looking back at the day. things that I was doing, I was too comfortable in Brazil. Yeah. Okay. So, so were people very like warm and friendly out there? Kind very. of like they take me to the elementary school, and the kids were like American, American, and it was <laughs> it was nice. It was good. It was a great accepting energy. I used to walk the streets by myself. Didn't really know Portuguese really that well. Only the basics. Uh-huh. Used to shop by myself. All of that. It was it was warm. It was warm. You know. So okay. And I, would you say that? you notice a similar warmth because you said the people were, were nice in Milos. Um, would you say they kind of had a similar warmth? Uh, to mm. Well, 
no it's it's a difference i guess yeah. it was a different experience because i was 15 at the, then but yeah, but but milos was still warm i like it yeah. was period just for what it was yeah it was i could still say most of the island is older generation so i mean what he described as yes the people are warm um I just mean, I could say it was the same thing. There's no like the excitement. Language, but I could still go spend some money. I could still go get a certain level of of you know welcome energy. Yeah, you know there's okay. definitely it's the same welcome. I could say the welcome energy was was still there. Now, only thing with I could say when you're dealing with Greece is when you get on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care about any they don't care where you're from when you get on the like the bus to go from uh what was it, like uh Puerto Parisa to you know what is it like uh just a different part uh-huh. they don't care you just get your ticket go <laughs> whatever you know that's the only time when you got an energy of I don't give a shit where you're from you know okay <laughs> but other than that you know it was every you know it's 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 pretty welcome even when we were in santorini we got married in santorini so the hotel that we stayed at in santorini you know after they noticed i was a cellist one of the um the people asked me to even perform for a little get together that they were having at the hotel. okay you know so i had my cello with me in when we went for our wedding but i got a you know i also performed for that hotel you know so it was a welcoming energy you know so how do you uh, how, how do you feel about uh people's uh welcoming energy uh now in general um i guess in in the states you feel like you feel like it's still there there's still hope uh for for people to have that extreme warmth outside of california from I could say no, because because when I'm with me saying outside of California, we just recently had a road trip where we drove to Mississippi and even to Atlanta. Okay. And the dis one of the dis- disconnections with, of course, communication is the mask, and the mask ah, okay. is mostly impl- uh, implemented in California. That's what we learned from our road trip from Georgia all the way across the country to California, it cranks up in the city of Los Angeles or in California, you know, area. So that would be the only, the biggest disconnection, you know, that says, you know, welcome that, that or, you know, even uh, today, okay. that's we not, were um, walking and we noticed like a lot of people when they're walking past us, we're outdoors and you know, they put on their mask or, you know, they still have the mask on. We looked at one restaurant and a lady, when we walked past it, we were curious about it, but we walked past it and we noticed another person that had it to go from that place. And I wanted to ask, since we were stuck at a light together, standing there outdoors and she put on her mask and was very like, as soon as she saw us behind her and I was like, okay, this mask and then like a few minutes later another guy we were walking past like as soon as he saw us he put a mask on 
and it okay. just automatically that's like, one of the disconnections just, yeah, yeah that would say unwelcome to a certain degree yeah. people don't even so, say hi to each other anymore because they have a mask on and but just like different. i said bring it back to that's what we notice in the los angeles area versus if yeah. you were in mississippi or georgia no you wouldn't feel that at all even if you were in arizona you probably wouldn't feel that because we stopped in sedona to in places to where you could still walk in and without a mask and people were still walking into facilities without a mask and there was no issue so it becomes a mindset in certain places okay so you guys it seems like you travel a lot well you know we would like to travel more (laughs) even when we went to mexico though when we traveled to mexico last year it was pretty welcoming yeah yeah it was welcoming and that was just vacay or you guys went to work out there vacay yeah okay yeah so is is there um a destination that uh, you guys want to get to like you're both like man this is top of the list (laughs) no stop i have too many places on the list Because she wants to go everywhere. Well, and, I have so uh-huh. many places on the list, and he keeps wanting to go back to places she snorkeled we've already. in Greece, and I didn't get to, so that's one of the things. Right, like, but I that's not like the place Greece. I'm dying. You know, I'm, I would love to go back to Greece. <laughs> There's a lot of places I still have to go to, but. We've traveled to South Africa and Canada and Greece. I think that's been one of our only places. It's hard to say because I have so many on my list, but more recently, I've been wanting to go to Tanzania. I want to go to Zanzibar and um, yeah, that's one of the places that sticks out. It's kind of right. Okay. Oh, that's, that's burning. On I want to check out the Caribbeans because of the water, just how clear the water is. Yeah, that too. We snorkel out here. Okay. Know, so yeah, we love the ocean. A, we, we... So you're like, give me to the, give me to the water. So it, in South Africa, what did, uh, how was that? what's what are what are things like out there uh any like really nice attractions i loved it me personally i loved it it was a nice different experience it's like the the air was different just looking at the, um, the trees and the you know the the jungle or just period i could say jungle but it's just the variety of plants it's just how different it looked you know the experiencing monkeys you know landscape wise it was close to california yeah to where you can stand here and you can see like maybe 30 minutes an hour sometimes two hours away you know houses all the the things in between is a mountain maybe like that's two hours away and there's a bunch of hills in between and different landscapes and it was really beautiful and it's on the coast because we went to Durban. Yeah. Okay. That was starting to sound like some superhero stuff. I'm, I'm like, she was saying, I could see two hours away. Well, and I'm like, well, <laughs> I can do well, that here. You know, when right. I we're look in out. LA. <laughs> we're, down, we're in downtown LA. So basically, you know, we can see to the mountain. And that's about two hours away. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, yeah, I understand that. It's more yeah. of a like, hey, I can see, like, from where I'm standing, <laughs> I can see uh, someone um, house that is two hours away. Right. But the way you were saying it was like, I can see into the future. That's the way I'm like, I'm like okay. <laughs> well, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm waiting for my suit. 
yeah. I'm like, like, what's happening in South Africa? <laughs> but it is an amazing energy, though. It is, uh, yeah. you know, just like I said, the air. When I when I think about it, period, it was just something about the air that comes back to me that I'm like, yeah, I, I, it was just different. You know, you could basically feel it over, overall. It was a clean air type of feeling, I guess. Okay. Almost like. And we lived in, we lived in DC, Maryland, in, you know, the DMV uh, in Virginia when we went to South Africa. So we hadn't gotten a chance to experience Los Angeles before coming here. So it was more like we went to oh, Durban. Okay. And then when we came to Los Angeles, I got a chance to see Long Beach and I'm like, wow, Long Beach looks like Durban look or looks like, you know, the, the coast, the port that looks okay. very similar. Yeah. And if you don't mind me asking, what brought you guys to LA? I've always wanted to live in California. <laughs> I've uh -huh. So when I first moved to America, I moved to Minnesota, which is freezing cold. It's in the Canadian border area. And it was, it was freezing cold. So I've been chasing warm weather since then. I moved to Atlanta. That's where we met. And I thought I can escape, you know, cold weather there, but it started snowing, you know, uh -huh. yeah, n not that long, yeah. Yeah. you know, maybe a week or two here and there, but still it gets cold. So I don't know. I always had my eye on California. So, uh, and he's a musician and I thought, you know, it would give him a yeah. better. <clears throat> I took a break from playing the cello when I was in Atlanta. So when I got, when we were in the three years, we were in the DMV, uh, DC, Maryland, Virginia, I started back playing the cello and I learned about street performing when I was in that area. So also one of the strategies um, to moving to California, it never rains. It never rains in Southern California. So, you know, it helps with street performing. Now, you know, it doesn't get cold so I can street perform a basically year round or however I feel, uh -huh. you know, and that was one of the things that was a, a addition to one of the reasons why we wanted to move. Okay. Yeah. And, and, uh, do, uh, Miss Gypsy, do you play uh, instrument as well? Not at all. <laughs> I'm, uh, do, have you tried to get her to? Uh, we tickled around on the cello in Virginia. Like <laughs> one time yeah. I tried, but it's it was really hard just to even hold your, I didn't realize the posture you needed to keep your arms up like this. And then you need some muscles in your palms and it was, yeah. <laughs> like, was really hard and coordinating to, both hands. To fast forward, yeah. I guess, to about four years later now, I'm even taking a hiatus from music in general. So, and we actually had a discussion before this and I was even expressing that I never, you know, we always talk, we best friends, happily married. So I was saying I never, it was never like one of those things for my wife to be involved with music. I don't think I ever put that on, you know, a list when I was doing music or anything like that, with that the person that I would marry or, you know, be involved with would have to be able to do music. Okay. Yeah. So it is basically 
a part of, I guess, the attraction or manifestation. But she, you know, she knows she has great taste in music. Yeah, and we, yeah. you know, I helped right. them a lot with the music, whether it's marketing it, um, uh, even in producing, uploading, of course, my energy there, and different. Know, I could be one track into a creation. Can you feel this? And, yeah, she'll know, <laughs> uh-huh, you know uh-huh. I could I could validate anything with it. As well. Okay, so so you guys might be down to sing with me here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I can't definitely say that. can't yeah, we, sing. We have, we have not been singing on the podcast. We have been talking. That's been one of the escapes. Yeah. Well, I, that might be a good way to break the ice between us. Let's go for happy birthday. Happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? What's what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> I mess it around. Oh, around. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we we definitely sing, you know, happy birthdays to people. We've had to sing two happy birthdays to my parents in the past month. So those little things, but I could say, you know, it's it's been a different mental separation from doing music with being able to accept silence a lot more. And, you know. What, what what do you mean by that statement uh, to be able to accept silence meditation and silence usually as a creator as a music creator you have to be thinking music uh thinking about the song you want to write or the song you want to produce or the song you need to practice or you have to listen a lot or so for me personally living a life of music i've from taking a break from it i'm enjoying silence complete silence not having to think about the song that I have to write or the listening to the music or listening to the beat just to think about the song. So you get a chance to completely, you know, turn off and enjoy the silence and it helps with meditation. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's, that's interesting thing you say, because when I was, when I was in Dubrovnik uh, this, uh, this summer, that was the first time that I really realized, oh man, to to go into like full on relaxation mode and not be thinking about, uh, oh, I gotta take care of this, I gotta take care of that, I gotta take care of this. Um, it it actually takes a it actually takes a little bit of work, mm-hmm. um, and it's easy and difficult at the same time but uh man when i when i hit that point uh in in dubrovnik like learn to go into relaxation i tell you man this that trip was like unreal i was there for about uh two weeks I, I ended up writing a poem uh, about it probably about uh, two months ago, two months ago, and it was just this unreal trip. Like the first day that I arrived, I met some um, some two two random girls from uh, from the states, and well, they were they were not together, but they ended up. Uh, meeting each other at some point and and one of them she was traveling because of a dream she had <laughs> and so she was on her way back uh because the dream i can't remember the 
the exact country it took her to, but nonetheless, she was on her way back uh, stateside. And so we're chatting and she starts telling me about the dream. And God, as she's talking, God speaks to me and says, interpret it. And I'm like, uh, thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, I don't, like, uh, I, I don't know how to, uh, how to interpret a dream. So, as she's as she's talking, um, like she starts kind of almost like putting out these puzzle pieces. And so, um, as she's putting out the puzzle pieces of the dream, then there there comes a point where. I start to to see like, oh, I, I think I actually can tell her the interpretation of her dream. And so when she finishes, I have uh, these Bible apps uh, on my phone and I showed her two verses and it was spot on interpretation for her dream. Mm-hmm. And, and that was the first day that I was there. And it was like, just like, man, talk about welcoming energy. It was the people were warm. I got free ice cream a couple of times because they they were feeling my warm energy as well. And it's like, hey, yeah, hey, <laughs> come over get some uh, free ice cream. Like, or ah, you don't have to pay to, uh, uh, this time. And it was it was a good uh, it, it it was a good relaxing experience. So I I don't know if my advertisement here has bumped it up on your list. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but yeah, I would definitely say uh, if you get a chance, uh, what, cities Croatia, would you, what cities would you recommend in Croatia? So I have only been to, so I've been to Dubrovnik, I've been to Split, and I'm living in Zagreb. And I've been to there's this island near Split, and the town is called Havar. It's H V A R, and let's see where else. There's one other place, um, uh, uh, Plitvis Lakes. It's it's a national park and it has uh, some nice waterfalls. And so, of all of those places, well. I would say, yeah, if you have time, go to all of them. Um, I mean, because each one of them has its own its own thing. And there, there are a couple other places that I'm looking forward to when I have the when I have the time to to be able to uh, to go and 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 visit and go back into straight up relaxation mode. Uh, yeah, so it's it's. It's nice out here, and it's often uh, very, very sunny. And supposedly there was, or let me not say supposedly. I, I, I guess there maybe he said about ten years back here in Zagreb, they apparently used to get like upwards of maybe like three feet of snow. Wow. And yeah, uh, but we definitely got away, got away from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, she running from this. No, where you said you were in uh, DC, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but you said the first place you went was yeah, Wisconsin. Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota, yeah. oh, Minnesota, Minnesota, close, Minnesota. yeah. Okay, and there was a blizzard when we were in DC, so that was one of the things we got away from. Oh, and how was how was that experience in a blizzard? Like, were, were there any were there any uh, very motivation? Nice- <laughs> motivation I, to move ah, okay. <laughs> dc doesn't know what to do with snow they don't get much of it so when they did there was no like um what's that salt they put on on they, the they ice did, to melt they ice. did they did put salt down and they had the shovels but and they stuff, didn't but really have you it know this was it was too much to be in that area for us so we enjoyed the move to California to where I there's see. at least no snow in downtown LA where we're looking at in the mountains. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's snow, snow capped mountains. Oh, okay. Okay. You seem yeah. like you traveled a lot. What, what are some of your favorite places you would recommend? Um, you know, I, uh, I really like this place called Milos, Greece. I don't know if you got. <laughs> um, let, let me let me let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um, so I mentioned Venice, um, London. I like London, and a large part of that is is because of that welcoming energy, and because I noticed that. British people, especially the Irish people, man, they are like, um, they are very outgoing. <laughs> um, and, and so that's, that's one of those things that, uh, that, that got me for, uh, for London, but there are, I do like small, uh, small towns as well, like small, cute little towns. And there's a, there's a place in the Netherlands uh, town is called Maastricht mm-hmm. and it's it's like this just this this really really cute town and 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 so that's that's one of the places that uh that I hope to be able to go back to at some at some point uh in in the in the near future so so there's london Maastricht, venice here in croatia i'm trying to think i feel like i'm missing something um ah, how did you end up in a random place like croatia (laughs) um so this started out well God told me to come uh here and so I was like okay and I had to kind of cl- come to understanding is like for sure for sure <laughs> Zagreb Croatia <laughs> <laughs> I'm like for sure for sure Zagreb Croatia and so I s- spent some time in uh in in prayer about it and and getting counseling from other people. And then there came that point where, I guess, 
courage overcame my fear and 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 my and my worries and so it's like all right fair enough god says god said go so let's let's go i know there's going to there's going to be something something good for me or something good for somebody else and so and so i left in in may of uh, last year mm-hmm. and i mean this this the journey has just been is it has been life altering and had i not come on this journey i wouldn't have discovered my god given purpose which is is i to to help people defend their joy and so it's and this is one of the reasons why i'm like i guess full of positivity full of uh, uh full of full of hope and uh, like i'm like pumped up in general because it's like man once people start to uh, start to get this this wisdom the god uh, the god has been communicating uh, to me i'm like super excited to see people like stepping outside of their comfort zones um and and getting over those those thoughts those those thoughts of worry those thoughts of fear those thoughts of ah oh, man i i i messed up uh in that conversation man i i really messed up and and like kind of like self guilt um and that stuff affects people's performance uh, in general and it actually costs people money um because productivity losses and additionally because those thoughts are so distracting that people end up making costly errors uh in 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 work or um in other areas uh, of of their life uh, maybe you were planning to to go to Tanzania but you ended up making a mistake in booking a flight uh to 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 somewhere else and and so this is why um that that positivity is 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 here and although it's five o'clock in the morning over here um (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like well this in and of itself is also uh, a character test to see like um because after after going and going and going for for so long in a day uh in general people can can become grumpy or or people can in general kind of become um i guess um tired as human beings <laughs> as humans being do or lethargic or uh, and and so uh, or even impatient yeah. and so this uh doing being a guest and being able to talk to uh to to many people like you guys and and also doing it in a way that kind of pushes me to my limits 
to see, okay, let me push myself or let me let God kind of push me to the limit. And then I can see if my parts are, 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 are functioning uh, correctly. It's like uh, jumping in a, in a car on the Autobahn and like, I was like, okay, uh, the Autobahn in Germany and punching it, uh, hitting 160, 180, 200 kilometers per hour and yeah. seems like, okay, the car is doing good. All right, fair enough. It's, it, it, it passed that test. And so this is the, this is part of the, 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 the fun thing. Uh, once you're, once you're taking part in, in character tests and, and I am super confident and super hopeful for for many people in this life and uh, but also to to help people get started early so yeah. they do have that that courage to to throw that backpack on like gypsy and and say all right fair enough let's go uh, let's go explore uh, europe or let's go explore asia yeah speaking of speaking of asia have you guys been out there yet no, we haven't, haven't yeah, haven't had a chance to take that up yet. We did talk to somebody from out in that area the other day, but still kind of waiting on some of the restrictions and things to kind of move out of the way. Yeah. One of the places I have on my list. Yeah. But Where before we get ready Philippines. Okay, the Philippines. Yeah. yeah. But before we get ready to close out, is there anything you'd like for our audience to know as far as links to your material or anything like that? Well, first, let me ask about food. Of all the places you went to, which one had the the most interesting? Um, I yeah, would, the most interesting. It would be a tie between. Well, for me, it would be a tie between Italy in general and Peru. I was very surprised by. Um, Peru's actually big on gastronomy and like they mix a lot of different cultures together um, when it comes to the food. And it's weird, but it's really, really good. Uh, And even their American food is really good there. Uh, I didn't eat too much of that, um, but (laughs) it was really good. (laughs) Okay, okay. Do they have any Eritrean uh, Eritrean food out there? No. (laughs) <laughs> nah, <laughs> that would have been a surprise yeah? yeah yeah but but yeah so so to your question so right now the the most ideal place people can find me is on instagram and it's uh at emmanuel in a may and i you, you'll put it in the show notes yep. uh-huh. we'll have, have it in the, in the description as uh, well okay cool but and so yeah that there that's where i am focused on right now helping people understand the the fundamentals and the tools to use in order to play this game called life and so um, and then as time goes on i'll tell people about okay this is this is something that i did 
and going back to singing in public because that is a training exercise uh, that that I will offer offer and be like, hey, this is what I did. These are the the reasons why and and what it'll do for your for your courage. Um, and and so and after people understand and they see me do and then they can come uh, join in if they so desire and have themselves a little bit of fun and maybe they'll also be able to sing um baby shark do 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 yeah in in the square with 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 that confidence and not letting the kind of like what you said in regards to uh, to, to music, uh, not letting the potential opinions or worry about the potential opinions of others to like overwhelm their mind. Uh, yeah. And, and so, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd like to say thank you to all of our listeners. Um, thank you to everybody. Press like that comment that subscribe, follow, um, we also like to encourage people to take a look at Fanbase, um, which is a new platform by Isaac Hayes III. Um, it's a platform that also allows content creators to um, basically monetize. Monetize, yeah, monetize more of their content. their material and content. Yeah. Also. Uh, for the podcast, you can find us at americangypsy.com. And we have merch at luamli.com. And we have music. We have music at Classic, K-L-A-C-C-I-K, Carpenter, C-A-R-P-E-N-T-A. That's Classic Carpenter. And that's on Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, YouTube, all major platforms. Just some basically some cello music also a couple of songs with some vocals you know some relaxing things and a couple of instrumentals we also release our soundtrack um american gypsy soundtrack on you know those platforms as well and hopefully uh, maybe in about a year from now we'll release another american gypsy soundtrack that goes along with our you know youtube videos and things like that as well so thank you to everyone for listening thank you again emmanuel for um, the information yes. that you're sharing with us and being a, a great guest and consistent self-improvement to everyone and peace. Peace.